When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here in studio, Jordana. How great is this? It's great. We're back. We're doing a bunch of recordings, getting ahead. Right now, I am... Uh, Are you on the honeymoon? Right now... All goes according to plan. Mm. I'm in the Maldives. Thank goodness. Yes. We're. We, I mean, what do what do we think? We're tanning. This is this is. We're in peak Jordana yes. mode, right? I am. If all goes, I like to say if all goes well, because <laughs> you know, traveling. There's so you many different know. things, but they did get rid of the COVID testing requirement. Oh, for, thank goodness. No, for a couple. <laughs> you know, and it makes me. You know, it does make sure. me feel more at ease from being stranded in a country that. Um, I would of have course. to just be stuck in for 10 days. Yeah. So that's, ex- and if I was, if that happened in the Maldives, I would just be bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, you're going to have to stay for two weeks. That'll be $50,000. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. Hopefully I'm there. If you hopefully, you know, follow me on Instagram, I'm sure I'll be posting some, some content. You, you know? got to post, you got to post. Yeah. We are all very interested. Don't do not hold back. I won't. It's your honeymoon. You deserve it. Post away. I, I'm giving you the blessing okay. of the You Up audience to be as obnoxious a bride as you could possibly be. You know, I've, you've got to milk it. You got to. And then it's over. And then no one wants to hear anything about any of th- Then you're done, kid. Yeah. You're done. Get it out of your system now. Okay? When that baby comes, you get one baby post. Done. We don't want to see this over. kid until it's graduation. 20. Fuck yes. it. Or her or whatever. No, it's... <laughs> It. It. Um, Fuck that baby. It's funny. I think Betty White actually said this once. She's like, it used to be that, you know, if you wanted to, if you were going to show someone pictures of your vacation, that was like the worst. Mm. Like, oh, like here, take the album. Look through the pictures. And now it's kind of like, I guess people want to see more because it's like in real time, but it's kind of weird that anyone gives a shit what you're doing on vacation. It's a punchline. It was a punchline. Come over and then we, let me show you. That was an the old albums. sitcom. No, and the slideshow. Oh yeah. Yeah, they used projector. to, they would put it on a projector. That was like an old Nick at Night sitcom trope. Right. And yeah, Betty White, R.I.P. R. She's R. right. Yeah. Um, no, but I, uh, I, I think, now it's here's the difference here. Let me speak to the community that wants to see these pictures. Okay. It's more passive. The right. idea that I can look at your vacation, judge it, decide whether I would ever go there or not, yes. judge your hotel decisions and everything along the way, then that's good for me too. That's true. It's, it's not like it's in the olden days when I had to watch with you watching me. Exactly. Waiting for me to react in the way that you wanted to. Oh, look at that. Yes. The, <laughs> 
Look at the, the chair. Yeah. Whoa. High voice. Yeah. You know, the cost of judgment is truly just a like. Right. You hit a like. You, judge away. Judge away. Yeah. Fuck their trip. Fuck yeah. their vacation. You can look at it in the privacy of your own of your own home. Yeah. And you can like say to your significant other or someone you know in common, did you see it rained on their honeymoon? <laughs> And just that sly smile, that grinchy grin. Uh, what a beautiful moment! It's good for everybody. I, yeah. I, but I, I like to see it. I love Great. seeing it. So I'll, the content will be specifically for you. It'll be beach by like three days from now because it takes, or three days from whenever you're you're traveling because it takes forever to get well, to any of these. You'll places. get there. We're very excited for you. Yes. We wish you the best honeymoon that could ever be honeymooned. And wow. that's yeah, we're love listen, it. We're a supportive group here. We'll judge you. Yes. I mean, I, I, I accept that. I yeah. love I love to judge and be judged because that's what life's all about. Listen, right? it, it's give and take. <laughs> yes. it, it, you know, if I'm going to put it out there, I got to expect it's going to come back to me. Exactly. Just don't tell me unless it's positive. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to live in the delusional world where everything that I'm doing is just like yeah. 100% on point. Someone once said to me, do you, do you want do you want my honest opinion? No. No. No, Definitely I, I, not. I don't want your honest yes. opinion. If I want it, right. If your honest opinion is negative, then just shut the fuck up. Yeah, and just say it to someone else about me. And yeah, and, and also me. like distance yourself from me. Obviously, we're not getting along. It's yes. time to. It's uh, this relationship's over. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of relationships, I mean, what mm. do you, you also have? Um, you have some. What's going on with you? I was in San Francisco okay. last weekend. I have. That's why my voice is a I little. Guess not froggy. speaking of tour. Speaking of traveling, not of speaking, relationships. Yes. <laughs> no. And speaking of single traveling. Um, <laughs> Um, San Francisco, let me just thank everyone that came to the show. Like they brought friends. It was a, it was a community vibe. Those shows were so much fun. So I want to thank everybody. I'm doing more shows. Um, if you're listening right now, I am going to be in Salt Lake City. I'm coming there this weekend. Salt Lake, come on out. Come on, Mormons. Uh, skiing? I'll, I, I think I might strap them on. Why not? Go for it. Right now? I, I might stay an extra day, go to Park City. I think that's a great idea. Move, I've right? been to Park City. It's fun. It's Beautiful. Fun. It's nice. nice what, I wear the hat all the time. Atlas Coffee. It's a great spot. Great. Um, Kansas City, Missouri, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Tampa, Nashville, Dayton, Albany, JaredFree.com. JaredFree.com. So, yeah, I would love to see people out at the show. And we have to make an announcement. I mean, um, listen, we have the You Up Crew Neck sweatshirt. Yes. You Up with benefits. You can get you know, wherever you download or Apple podcasts is that got that button right there. $3 a month, two extra podcasts a month, no ads, early release. Only positive things I've heard about you up with benefits. So I, they must be really good at not being honest with us. Yes. As we've asked <laughs> yes. just, just a few moments ago, <laughs> so um, they have really stuck to the rules here. And yeah, the, the feedback from you up with benefits is like, it, and it always every time they come out, I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, it's out. Fuck. I'm yeah. getting I'm getting very always... teary eyed messages of I hear you, Jared, and you are heard, and it's gonna be okay. <laughs> like it's very personal. It is like that. Or like, here's what I think of the situation. <laughs> um, gonna be honest. Here's what's wrong with you. Um, yeah, and honestly, you know, best three bucks a month you're gonna spend. I oh, think. Yeah. Best Personally. three bucks on the internet. Are you kidding me? If I do say so, if we do say so ourselves, <laughs> best $3 you could possibly spend. Yes. So go, go, go. And also, if you want it on Spotify, just search you up with benefits on Spotify. And the hotline, which is, we got a hit on our, it's a hit. It is. It is a hit. Um, here's the number, 212-589-8903. 
Let me repeat that. Two, one, two. And put it in your phone. Put it in your phone. Yes. Save it as you up. Say, save it as J&J. That's us. You're, you're going right, right. You're straight two friends. Yeah, right. you're two you're friends. We share, we, we're, you're, you're two friends who share one phone number. Yes. <laughs> we're that annoying couple with one Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Yes. Uh, one phone number, 212-589-8903. Now, I mentioned my love of local commercial jingles. People are now sending... Yes. Local commercial jingles. Maddie, you want to play it? Let's hear an example. Okay. I don't know if this was a local or national jingle, but do you guys remember the canine advantage clips? Hello, mother. Hello, father. Please and tick. Really, father. Thanks for the package. That's why I'm writing. Canine advantage quickly stopped all the biting. Swimming, hiking, <laughs> tan pitching. They're not biting. I'm not itching. Can't wait to show you. Oh, my new tricks. Thanks. What? Thanks again for sending my canine and dentist. Okay. Just me and Rhea. Wow. wow. Two verses. Yeah. I feel less bad about my singing for the Selena and Barnes commercial. <laughs> but um, this one was good. She must have looked up the lyrics. There's that no way she fan- remembers all of them. I, Very well, impressive. They're, no, they're like burned into your brain. That's the whole point. I do remember that commercial. I don't remember that. Oh, I, really? That might not have been local to the Boston area. Maybe. I mean, that was two verses. Yeah. She, I kept waiting for like row, row, row your boat around to start. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and what's the, the, the song that never ends? You know, when you go oh, back this to the Oh, this is the song that never yes. ends. Yes. It goes on and on, my friend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you know, it's funny. Well, that song is based off of Hello Mother, Hello Father. Yes. Um, the the camp song yeah it's right? a camp song and it's and it's like an old old jewish guy used to sing it what is it, alan you know this wow. i know oh, we my grandmother used to sing it in the car oh wow yeah my grandmother's a hoot i'm surprised you don't well <laughs> she just starts singing still a hoot hello mother hello fa- no gone oh okay was a hoot <laughs> it know. was <laughs> in spirit she's a hoot in spirit okay Love it. So, um, but if you have any more jingles, national or local, well, we want a jingle. Yeah, we, we yeah. want a jingle. Yeah. Well, you guys, if you if you write our jingle for us, we will um, probably not pay you, but we will play it and oh, tell everyone course. that you did it, or yeah. maybe we'll pay you. I don't know. We'll, no, let's see not how promise, but no, let's yeah, let's not promise any cat. Yeah, you will be played, and and your socials will be pumped out. Yes. So if you are a musically inclined person and you want to come up with a jingle for the UA podcast, this is a chance to, you know, flex that muscle. I would love that because I feel like you could sing it. They could sing it. I'll well, just, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll you're, you're, you direct. Sing. I love to sing. I'll can, compose. You know, let me. What about this one? I got a, I got one. Okay. Ba-da-da-da-da. You up podcast. Okay. I like it. Okay. <laughs> We write. Okay, we might. We, we write as you say to edit. McDonald's might have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we write to. You're I'm right. Lo- we write oh, to. I'm, I'm loving. I'm loving the podcast. Okay. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a little. Of that you up podcast. podcast. Okay. I don't know. These are ideas. It's working. These are ideas. Okay, we're getting closer. Yes, we're getting closer every day. Who do you think wrote that Kit Kat bar thing? That is a. Um, they're swimming in their money pool right, right now. Such a good one. What a great one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make me off a piece of that. You up podcast. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, I keep forgetting. There's an office scene where someone's trying to like figure out. Oh, the, the jingle. The jingle. Yeah, when they do the video. And he's like, no, it's when he, he's fucking with Andy Bernard. He's like, he's like, give me oh, yeah. and he, and he, What is it? <laughs> you yeah, can't they get can't it. figure yeah. it out. That's very funny. I remember that. So we want your jingles. 212-589-8903. We also want your like issues with dating. Yes. I mean, this isn't a jingle podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can work your issues with dating into the jingle, that then that's doubly great. Yeah, I think so. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. What are we talking about today? Today, today we are talking about the bare minimum. The bare minimum. <laughs> what is the very smallest amount we should be able to expect from a fellow human in any interaction? <laughs> I guess is the question, right? It, yeah, it's become a little bit of a cliched thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the bar is at the ground. So low. So right. low, you know. And I mean, that's different for everyone, right? There's a scenario right now, and I don't mean to get into Bachelor Talk, that's a different podcast, but okay. right now, um, and this will be a couple weeks after it's happened, but Clayton, basically, um, during the Fantasy Suites, he has sex with the first two women and tells the first two women he loves them. The third woman goes, he says to the third woman, I love you, and she says, well, have you said I love you to any other women? And he goes, well, yes, I have. And he goes, she goes, have you had sex with any other women? And he goes, yes, I have. And she, you know, the, the woman who's questioning him is basically like, I'm out. And it is interesting the response to her where they're going. Cause to me, I go, that's her standard. When we talk about right. own your standard, she's basically saying I've been presented with new information and, mm-hmm. and, and that information has turned me off. Right. Well, also, I mean, like I totally get that too, because the essence of saying, I love you is sort of like saying you're special mm. to me. You're special. You're, you're extremely special. Yes. And the idea that, you could say that to two other people days before you say that to someone else does feel like, well, what does that even mean to you? It's almost like, what is that? What is saying that even mean to you? Totally agree. And I totally agree. If someone else said, Oh, you love me the most. That means more to me. You know what I mean? Like this is where the issue arises. Yes. Because sometimes what, what seems to happen, I have this with saying I'm a comedian. Okay. When I say, 
When someone goes, what do you do? I say, I'm a comedian. And sometimes it becomes personally offensive to the other person. You can feel it. Are you funny? <laughs> Are you funny? And then it's, um, where, what is that? You know, they're, oh, really? Tell me a joke. Okay. And I, I can feel their insecurity in that response. Right. And that's okay. I, have, I, can, I can sit there and I have lines that I've created over 11 years of doing comedy. Of answering that question. Of answering that right, question. Yeah. And also saying, answering it and goodbye. Right. Now I know I'm not going to deal with you. Not a good match for, for you. Ta-ta. Yes. Gabagoo. So I, when I, this is the same for standards. I do believe this because when the Susie thing happened on The Bachelor, and I think this happens for, and this is to relate to all dating. When you say he didn't pay on the first date and then someone goes, well, my Robert didn't pay on the first date. And you're like, okay, right. right. That was fine for you. Things matter differently to different people. That's the thing. And that, and that's why, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, dating pundits out there. And some of you, them are going to give you rules. And I would say to them, I, I don't even understand how they could do that. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a little demeaning to say, I know what your taste is. Right. You can have rules for yourself. Yeah. But rules in just for general life are not particular. Your rules don't matter for my rules. It's like saying like, what's your diet? I'm going to eat exactly the way you eat. I have a different body than you. Yes. I have a different, I have different needs than you. Why would I like, why would I follow your rules? I want to follow my own rules. Absolutely. So when someone says the bar is low, mm-hmm. I always think, well, you're holding the fucking bar. Right. That's your bar. You're, well, have, you are holding the bar. They get to step over. I guess there's a question of like, okay, are my expectations, this question is really like, are my expectations unreasonable? Mm. Or am I, you know, am I holding people to some crazy standard that few people in this, in the reality of the world are going to be able to meet? And I think that's a different introspective question of like, okay, what do I want? Is that realistic? And that's the hardest part about living by your own rules is, is the consequence of, am I, am I tossing back a good hand? Am right. I am I am I folding in the name of some a perfection? Exactly. Per well, I'll give you an example. It just right. happened. Yeah. Went on a date. We tried time and time again to set up another date. Months go by. Our texting really isn't happening on. on. Right. It's not there's not a lot of momentum. I'm like, what are we doing here? Right. And I go, hey, I'm just gonna bow out respectfully. Okay. And I, you know, then they responded back that they were like, well, you know, that's, it feels like you're giving up on this. And I'm like, fuck, you know, and then in my mind, I go, oh, maybe you know, I, I have, right? to, I have yeah, to go yeah. through the, the recesses of my brain of, am I, too, right. am, I, am I expecting too much? Does texting matter? All the things that we get messaged here yeah. on the UAP podcast. And I'm going through them. I'm going, am I being too choosy? Am I making this one thing too much a representative of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that's a question you, it's okay to not know too. And I think like, again, if you, if you go with it, that's the right move. If you don't go with it, it's also the right move. Like either way, you're going to be fine and be taken to like a place. You know what I mean? Like it's not bad to do something where you're like, this doesn't feel a hundred, but it's also not bad to say, you know, it feels under 70. So I'm, I'm going to just, cut the loss well that's like the definition of insanity 
right. doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. And I mean, I think about it like, you know what I mean? Like with this question, what's the bare minimum? It's like, okay, let's say you're looking for a house. Mm. You want a house that's well-priced in a good location. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? That's beautiful and doesn't need any <laughs> rent. Like, yeah, that, that would be ideal, sure. right? But like, what are you personally willing uh, to give on? I'll never forget when I looked for... When I look for apartments in New York, there's no one more annoying to talk to about it than my mom. Okay. When I look for apartments in New York, she'll go, I'll be like, yeah, I think I found a place. She'll go, does it have parking? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'll be like, mom, right, like parking. Imagine your mom, par like you, you might say like, you have unrealistic expectations, mom. Yeah. Right? And it, it doesn't have parking. Uh, wash the dryer. <laughs> Parking? Right. Like, right. Where do you think we are? Where do you? And I go, mom. And she goes, what's the neighborhood like? How much I, is it? How right. much? Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and these questions, and the same happens for dating. Yeah. You are you have the mom in your head. Yeah. Going, you know, and you're like, I can't have it all. What do I say is what do, okay? Right. What, what do I value? What is the thing that I'm maybe? There's certain things that you can accept the bare minimum on because they don't matter that much to you. I don't need the the washer dryer of girlfriend boyfriend. Right. Yes. And I whatever don't need, that whatever, whatever that, that is. Whatever that yeah. Whatever to that any one particular. You know what I mean? Like whatever that 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 thing about them is. I don't need you know. Right. I, I don't need abs. That's the water, washer dryer <laughs> of, uh, of boyfriend girlfriend. Is right? abs the washer dryer? I don't know. What, what Unnecess the, unnecessary, but a perk, I guess. Yeah. Fair. You know. I, I well in building that's like. You know, I, I don't know, in building, washer, dryer. In, in unit. Not, in unit, that's yeah. abs. Yeah, that's what I'm in saying. In basement, what would that be? That'd be like... That's like uh, generally like healthy fit, gen I guess. I, I uh, cl General cleanliness. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Put it that way, you know. Um, what would in a garage, that's like you have a beach house, I mean, at that point. Right. You know, yeah, I mean that's in for this place. That's I incredible. only date yeah. someone with a beach house. Like that's like right. that, that would be like if there was parking included. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. That is, is. So, but I also think the you know also to keep this metaphor you know ball in the air. When I was twenty two, the apartment needs I had were different than they are now at thirty seven. Right, you can change what the bare minimum is. Totally, it, it all changes. The like. You know, at 22, I would say, who needs a washing machine? I'll just keep throwing out my clothes. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, right. I'll just keep wearing them. You know, like at 37, I go, I got to have a washer dryer right. somewhere in the building. You yeah. know, like. And maybe other things matter to you at 22 that don't matter to you anymore. Abso absolutely. You know? and, and so that's why this conversation is so hard. You know, that's why this podcast I mean, like our answer right now is diet and exercise. Our answer is very vague. And we, and, and listen, I can understand someone's like, well, but give me the bare minimum. You know, like there's someone going, but <laughs> what just, is it? Just tell me three dates. Yes. Do they have to go on three days before I fuck? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just chill well, the fuck out. That's what makes dating so hard. It's figuring out if your bare minimum matches the other person's bare minimum. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. These bare minimum people. The people whose relationships happened despite their bare minimum, right? They love telling you a story. Oh, they'll tell you a story. They're like, "Ah, oh, no, he, he, you know, the, my wife never went down on me, and now we've been married thirty years." And you're like, "Well, sounds incredible. I'd love a blowjob, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. like I, that matters to me." Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Like that's the, the, the dirtiest of versions of no. That. I like, agree. It's 
it, you know, there's a lot out there. It's tough to, to weed through it all. Let's, let's get into the email, though. Let's do it. All right. Dear J&J, huge fan, and hope you'll come to Toronto for a live show someday. We actually have been to Toronto for yes. a live show. I guess you missed it. Well, this person might have been <laughs> 15 at the time. It's possible. Oh, they- yeah. They're now 20. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. They were probably like 17. Yeah. I'm 20-year-old female and still a Bambi stumbling gracelessly into the dating world. And there's something I keep hearing from TikTok, family, friends, and even my therapist. I don't have a specific scenario or story to share, but this is rather a theme that keeps coming up. Can I just say I like this person? Okay. Just like how they yeah. started the email awareness. I'm hearing things. I'm young, so I don't know what's what. Let me hear Very it out. self-aware. Yeah, let me hear it out from the, the old heads. <laughs> From father, from father time and yes. grandma, um, grandma dating. Okay. Grandma Maldives. There you go. I'll take it. Um, grandmother Willow. Simple question. What's considered the bare minimum in dating and what isn't? I'm confused. Is it just basic respect and communication as you would with any other human being? Is it about whether they plan dates or put in effort? Is it about being on the same page with you? When is someone going beyond the bare minimum or when are they just being a good partner and meeting your standard? For example, a lot of people think that ghosting after a second or third date if one person didn't feel the vibe is an okay thing to do. I get there's the perspective that you don't owe the person anything, but it wouldn't the bare minimum in the situation at least have you communicate that you're not feeling it? If it were any other situation, like if you were getting to know a new friend or coworker and they just completely ghosted you after you spent time together two or three times, wouldn't this be unacceptable? I guess I just don't get the standards and expectations that come along with dating yet. Does the bare minimum change based on the timeline? For example, how long you've been with someone? Or is this just a standardized thing? Would love to hear your thoughts and any other things I need to know as I enter the best years of my life as a young adult. Yours truly, the bar is lower than the bare minimum. I love the email. I told you I like I like the emailer. Because yes. they it's a very thoughtful question coming you know, from someone who's like, like things that they wrote in here, I'm like, nah, I can toss that aside. You know, like, you know, the, there's no standardized thing. We just talked about yeah. that. There's no standardized, um, your feelings are right. You, yeah. that, I think that's like, if you repeat that to yourself a thousand times a day, you'll, you're going to, you're going to be okay, kid. Um, and you're not going to waste that much time. Totally. And I think it's just about doing what feels right to you, what you would want done to yourself. And that might be different from someone else. I mean, I'll give you a good example. I was in you know, when I was in Vail, mm. um, I was talking about some of Mike's friends were there and we were talking about um, the idea of, you know, sending that text that you're not interested after a date. Mm. And Mike actually said he was like, I was like, yeah, I think like if someone takes you out a couple of times, you owe them a text that's like, I'm not interested in, you know, I didn't feel a connection, whatever mm. the ending text. And he's like, I don't, I don't really believe that. And I also don't, I, that uh, I didn't care if I got that text. I prefer in some senses for people to just not answer because mm. either way it's over. And then it's like one less thing. Cause I know if they don't, she, he was basically like, if they don't answer, I know that we're not going out again. It's not like I'm like unclear. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'd almost prefer that than mm. like them writing a whole thing, which makes it feel like more intense. And then I feel like almost like worse. Yeah. I, I, again, that, I respect the difficulty of sending that text. Right. You know, like, and I go, listen, that took, I. A, that took yeah. a lot of thought. That took a lot of like feeling a little awkward to like, let someone know that you're great, but not great for me. Right. Um, and I would go, no. And 
whatever rebuttal I had for them would be null. I'd be like, you know, after a couple of days, what am I going to say? Yeah. You know, so okay. I go great. Good luck. Good luck yeah. on everything. Yeah. And I would eat it. If I felt my ego bruise, I would hopefully eat it. I'm saying I'm speaking hypothetically. I don't know. You know, I, 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 I have in the past ate it. Yeah. And heart emoji and our heart reaction. And that's it. Um, but if someone didn't send that text and we quote unquote fizzled right. or ghosted, whatever ghosted, it might I be, guess might be better. I would respect that too. Like I, I would, you know, I guess on my end, I would think I needed to send an ending text, you right. know, like it goes I would, on and so on. So would I, I would feel that that was the bare minimum to me personally, mm. but someone else's bare minimum is less than that. But I would also say now I'm thinking about it. Like there's people that I didn't send that text to. Right. Where it didn't feel like that type of relationship to send that text. And there's other people where I didn't send it for so long that I felt so bad. Right, that it was worse than I was it. That I was a fucking asshole and I felt horrible about it. So right. I, I, I think we're all human. We're all trying to go through this thing. And I think well, the one thing I wrote, rarely will people consider your feelings before their own. Okay. So to me sending the breakup text is for that person. It's for you. It's for right, you. you, the texter of the, of the breakup text. Yeah. yeah. So for this person, like, you know, th that's, I, I know that's like a kind of a bleak way to go through life. And I don't think that will be the case forever, mm -hmm. but like consider your feelings first and do what you will feel best at. Right. So if, if, if you're like, this person hasn't texted me back, they're ghosting me. It takes two to get ghosted. Right. Hey, you can text them. You can text them. You can break up with them. Right. You can go, hey, I haven't heard from you. Kind of a turn off for me. Going to wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Turn the tables on them. You break up with them, even though they've already broken up with you. Right. So it's like, and, and, but that, like, especially in the this, this scenario that she gives about the, the work people, the worker bees, I get there's the perspective that you don't owe any, uh, the person anything, but wouldn't the bare minimum in this situation at least uh, have you communicate that you're not feeling it? If it were any other situation, like if you were getting to know a new friend or coworker and they just completely ghosted you after you've spent some time together two or three times, wouldn't this be unacceptable? No. A with a friend? I got college friends. I didn't say goodbye to them. I haven't ghosted them. I guess it's more like if they... If they ask you to do something, if you were hang, if you hung out with a coworker a couple of times, then they asked you to do something a third time, mm. and you just didn't answer them, that would be like weird. I guess it would be weird, but I'd be like, "Hey, just saw this. Sorry." I, I mean, at right. some point, or you I could would follow go, up, yeah, and say like, "Hey, what's the deal?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. But those are also people that you would see, you would definitely see again. So there, it does. I guess what she's saying also is like there is. The not writing the the breakup text or the thing just makes people feel like you're very disposable, which I can see as being like a a sad thing for the for the bare minimum sense. It's like, do I not even matter enough for you to like send this text like you would to like a friend that you were going to see? If a friend kept texting you, you were going to see them again. You would answer because you don't you wouldn't just like pretend they didn't exist. No, or a coworker. I, I just guess I, I I guess to me it's a harder life being a bag in the wind. Okay. You got to be the wind. You know, right. like, uh, you know, this, the idea that like, I guess I'm ghosted. Like, I, I hate that statement. I guess I'm ghosted. How many times did you text them? Did you? No, none. I right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you text them again 
But now you've been then, ghosted. But then you've already broken up with them. So it doesn't yeah. even matter if they answer. It's taking the situation. I like that. It's taking the situation into your own hands. Yeah. And it's like, that's why the bare minimum thing where I'm like, I, I don't know what, what, you know, like I, I, I don't think. Well, it's also like if someone doesn't meet your bare minimum, move on. Done. Yeah. Here's the text. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everything exists on a spectrum. So like, what's the be- What's the way you would love to be interacted with? What's the least amount you would accept? Mm. If you have that in your head, do you know what I mean? I think about that with like, um, I used to think about that with like uh, guys planning a date mm-hmm. where it'd be like a turn off if they, it was the day of, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what time we were meeting. That was like annoying to me. Mm-hmm. But if they texted me that morning, I would prefer, I prefer to know at least 24 hours in advance. If I find out that morning, that's my minimum. I'm mm-hmm. like, fine. I'm going to still go. If I find out an hour before I might be out because yes. like that is, you know what I mean? It's my own personal feeling for how far in advance I like to know things. And then it also goes back to like, in, and then like, you know, they, um, it's like a coach in football. Like there was like a story about like, you know, LT Lawrence Taylor. I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, they say like, uh, you know, different players have different rules. Right. That's the other part. That's like, okay. n- none of this is going to be fair. None of this is going to make sense. So like, the person that you're excited to go out with, they get some more time to plan the date. That's true. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you know the, 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 the match that you had that checks a lot of boxes for you. They have more power. Yeah. And, you know, you'll let it slide. So, right. and then you'll go back and maybe that doesn't work out and you go, hey. Should have seen that. Gonna, gonna, right. gonna be better the next, gonna be different the next time. Yeah. And that's That's okay. also okay. It's intuitive dating. That's right. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some awkward sex let's you ready do it. i'm ready uup at betches.com keep sending these in they're fantastic i mean this one it's it, they're they're getting more and more descriptive. I think. Yes, the writers are just getting better. Got a bunch of Billy Shakespeare's out here. Okay, first of all, you guys really do make dating a lot easier, and I've learned more about my own dating habits from this podcast than I have from going to therapy. Doctor J and J to the rescue. Wow, that's way too much uh, praise, but thank you. On to the point. I hooked up with a guy this weekend, and I cannot stop thinking about it and laughing. So I felt the need to share with the class. It'll be long. But I, need, <laughs> but I need to paint the picture and take you along for the ride. I matched with an Italian chef from Italy. 
Ooh. Ciao. Look Ooh. at that. This is the best part. I'll call him Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really painting no. the picture here. Call him like Luigi. Massimo. Yeah, Massimo, yeah. Luigi. Let's call him, uh, let's call him Brad. <laughs> <laughs> this hot Italian straight off the boat. His name is Richard. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, okay. So let's call him Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> Get us wet, baby. Come on. What are you doing? Uh, I match with an Italian chef from Italy. I'll call him Bob. Andrew. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> it gets less and less hot as the sentence goes on i matched with an italian chef from italy i'll call him andrew on tinder uh, yeah that's, it's getting <laughs> the fantasy is just dwindling as we add more details andrew on tinder we made plans to hang out friday night he just moved to canada as the pandemic hit barely speaks english but he's tall dark handsome tattooed so i smashed that like button like it was going out of style he brought over some wine we chatted for hours how do you chat? He doesn't speak English. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't know that either. He's like, yeah. do you want wine? See, Molto bene. You were abroad in Florence, weren't you? Weren't you? you? I know. could tell. How'd you know? Scusi. 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 Nothing sounded more Jewish than me getting around Florence. Scusi. Ciao. 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 Especially, I mean, nothing sounded more like Jappy Long Island girl than me getting around Florence as well. Oh, beautiful. Because <laughs> they all have like this accent. Matteo Lane like does it really well. Matteo Lane's like I'm from sure. Italy, yeah. like he speaks Italian. He, um, but they do this thing where it's like, it almost sounds like the words are dripping out of their mouth. They're like, Hello. It's like you're right. It's like one long yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Sono Americana de New York. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Ciao. Sorry. Yeah, we live in Firenze. <laughs> By the Duomo. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Barely speaks English, but he's tall, dark, handsome, tattooed. So I smashed that like button like it was going out of style. He brought over some wine. We chatted for hours and I was into him. But I didn't think it was going anywhere as he was too much of a gentleman, you know, not making any moves. Well, a flip switched. We mutually went in for the kiss. I was straddling him on the couch. So I suggested we get to my bedroom and get this show on the road. Now, when we were kissing, I found it odd that I could taste a small bit of garlic as we were drinking red wine. And that usually overpowers the breath. But I carried on. Okay. Okay. She's really uh, She's thinking about it. <laughs> Usually that red wine. Flash forward to the foreplay. I went to give him head, and I remember catching a reminiscent smell of herbs and spices. Ugh, nothing sounds less sexy than herbs, herbs and, and spices. spices. And was so genuinely confused. As I started to get down to business, I realized that the beginning stages of a fragrant bolognese <laughs> sauce was radiating from his nuts. I tried to laugh at my own drunk thoughts and then carried on. <laughs> we move forth. Oh, my God. Towards Parmesan <laughs> Lane. Uh, <laughs> the sex was medium good. And we were cuddling after, but because I wasn't sober, I blatantly asked, what did you have for dinner? <laughs> Some pillow talk. <laughs> He's like, uh, well. <laughs> it's perfect. But in a, in a more uh, Italian way. <laughs> Just tried to burp again. It came out as a snort. 
What? It comes coming out of his <laughs> That was a snort, yes. yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, this man said, okay, so I blatantly asked, what did you have for dinner? And sure enough, this man said, uh-oh, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> said "Uh uh-oh spaghetti and my drunk ass said i knew it i didn't go on to tell him that his penne smelled like meat sauce ball ones she writes but i could hardly keep it together the smell of garlic and oregano was all too much i had to get him to leave anyways love the show sincerely penne alfredo no okay what do you think? Herbs and spice dick. My God. I mean, how does that happen? Does it like- I think you're in the kitchen. He's a chef. So you're oh, in the kitchen. yes. He's a chef. The whole night. Right. So he's you just, just stink. By it's in your skin. Garlic. Garlic yes. gets in your skin. Yeah. that's And in your balls, apparently. In your balls. There's no way to print. You would think it would be tough to get through like his pants and his underwear, but I guess he's just really well, soaking was, it in. Well, I guess so. Yeah. It's emanating garlic. It, I think it, you can sweat garlic, and nothing gets sweatier than a pair of testicles. Interesting. Sweaty garlic testicles. Oh. A, the new candle scent. S- sweaty garlic balls? Yes. <laughs> I got that SGB. Uh, sweaty garlic balls. Garlic bread It balls. rolls off the tongue. Everyone listening right now, just say sweaty garlic balls once. for your. It'll improve your day. All together. Sweaty, sweaty garlic, garlic balls. balls. There we go. That, that, that does feel better. Didn't that feel yeah, good? And my day does feel that felt, up a bit. Right? Yes. <laughs> it really rolled. Maybe that's the new jingle. jingle. Sweaty garlic balls. Sweaty garlic. Sweaty garlic balls. Is that like to the chilies? No, I don't know. Baby back ribs. <laughs> I got, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Baby back, back ribs. ribs. I got my sweaty, 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 sweaty garlic balls. There we go. Well, we have the song for this awkward sexual experience. That's right. What do you got for names? I mean, Maddie's names really took the cake, so I didn't even need to do it. Bolognese and Chef Boyardee's Nuts. Chef Boyardee's Nuts. That's that was great. Very impressive, Maddie. Way to go, Maddie. Yeah, you Chef Boy. You have a gift. It really does. I, uh, <laughs> I Not translatable to many other things. Yeah, I don't but, know where you go. Yeah. I don't know where you go with Chef Boyardee's nuts. <laughs> Barstool might be able to take you, but I... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if... The, don't really have a wide... Options are limited. <laughs> yeah, I, on the resume. Uh, yeah, I had the Florence Fog. <laughs> Panino. Okay. The case of the garlic cloves. Anti-penis no. Anti-penis no? That was a stretch. Antipasto. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then this is my, my last one. That smell gnocchied me out. Okay, I like that. What is gnocchi's gnocchi? Gnocchi. Well, I know, I know what gnocchi is, but what, is, what were you trying to say? The smell gnocchi. Oh, knocked. Gnocchi, me Got out. it. Okay. Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker? Are you are you fucking garlic knots? Um, I'm fine with it. I I'm feel okay like, with it. yeah, there are worse smells. At least, you know, maybe there's some cooking in my future. I'm yeah. Okay with it. Yeah. Listen. Better than like a like a, a dirty smell or like an old stench. Yeah, no, you know? no. This is reminiscent. It feels like you're walking into a Papa Gino's. Yeah. For my Boston listeners that love local references. Papaginos is like the local chain pizza place. Papaginos. Is, Papa that, is that where you got your your name? 
Yeah, that's Papa, Papa JT. <laughs> You're the son of Papa Gino. Papa Gino, your real father. <laughs> that's my dad. I was Papa Gino. Good old Papa. It was the '80s. Your mom had an affair with Papa, uh, Papa Gino. Just some dude named Gino <laughs> who called himself the Papa. We used to go to All You Can Eat Pizza Night on Fridays, like as a football team. Okay. And you had to keep your crusts uh, to see how many you ate. Wow. And it was just disgusting. Healthy. Yeah, you wonder why I have an issue with food. Uh, so. And I still have all the crusts, right? <laughs> I keep them. Yeah, yeah. they're like in a whole bag like Santa Claus. Is anything like that? Have you ever smelled someone? You ever be with someone that you, that smelled? Um, I feel like coffee has a lingering smell. Like you're in a coffee house for a long time, but it's bad for me. I drink a ton of coffee. I I don't mind it. Some people don't like it. I don't care. This is one of those things where like. You wonder, like, is someone out there with a smell story about me? Right. I mean, you'll never know. That's the beauty of what we just said in the beginning of this episode. Yeah, like, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Unless yeah. I can change it <laughs> going forward. <laughs> yeah, Jared, bathe. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium Europe European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Okay. Let's do another email. Hi, j and I recently re-listened to the episode where Jordana got engaged. 
I really related to the part about the cross-section of reality and romance of getting to the proposal as that's the phase I'm currently in with my boyfriend. I'm 28, he's 33, and we've been together for almost three years, lived together for almost two, and we just bought our first house together six months ago. We've discussed our next step being marriage, and he said that he'll propose by the end of this year. We agreed that we want to go to a ring shopping appointment together for me to try on rings so we can get an understanding of what I like. I've said that I want him to be the one to book the ring shopping appointment because it's romantic to think of him making the effort to organize that, and he said he would. However, this is where the reality of the proposal process starts. It's been about three months since that conversation and still no appointment has been booked. I will say my boyfriend is not a planner at all. I'm the one booking, uh, booking our dinner, resos, trips, etc. And he also works an insane amount of hours at a tech company, 12 to 14 hour days, five to six days a week, and has little time to do anything. I brought it up twice and each time he goes, yeah, next month we'll go. We also did just buy a house, so I know our expenses have been higher the last while with furniture purchases, et cetera, but I've assured him I don't need him to buy it and propose right now, but I want the ring appointment to happen almost as a way for me to know that it's still happening. I feel really happy and secure in our relationship, and in some ways, it already feels like we're married, and I don't want to keep bugging him to make an appointment because, as Jordana said, I'm cool, but not that cool. I don't remember saying that. Um, (laughs) Is this one of those situations where I should let go of the romanticizing of the process and book the appointment myself? Or should I just let this go and accept that he'll make the appointment when he's ready? Am I just making up excuses for why he hasn't booked a ring shopping appointment yet? Signed, a bet you loves a plan. Jordan, I'll cede the floor to you. What do you... What are your feelings on this? I think it's relatable. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I, as the planner in my relationship, because yeah. um, like, again, the the proposal is supposed to be this big romantic thing that the guy is supposed to fully take care of. But mm. like, if you're the type that's like controlling all of the plans, it can mm. be very hard to like let go and just like be chill about it. Yeah. And let it come to you. Like, right. The, yeah. Okay. So I get what she's saying. Um, I get the like frustration. I mean- from a man's side, mm. what is your, like, do you feel like this indicates any sort of hesitancy or do you think he's actually just like, he just doesn't, he's not in a com- particular rush? Um, I don't know, but I would say she's arguing with, uh, with herself. With herself. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I, I think as a guy, I don't really, yeah, we're going to do it. Is, right. is different than, I think she's getting caught up on the ring yeah, and not or the proposal and the proposal. Like she's looking for clues. She's Dick Tracy. She's looking. Yeah. She's playing detective. She's she's like, well, if we get if we look at the ring, then the ring is coming. Like, listen, I'm sorry to break this to you, but nothing guarantees anything. Well, that's her fear. That's what she's she, saying. Well, that's why I wanted. She's like, that's why I want the ring. Of course, but I mean, <laughs> even the ring doesn't guarantee you anything. Like you know, like the idea that like if I look at a ring, I will get a ring, so that everything's okay. Right. Like, I, I think that's not really, you're not going to get an answer out of him that will be vulnerable and get you. As, by making it about the ring. By making it about the ring. Okay. I think the ring is a distraction. Mm-hmm. If I were her, I'd make it about excitement. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'd say like, it's, I'm getting a little annoyed. Like, she has yeah. a right to get mad at this. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm upset. Like, she wrote, she wrote, he's not a, uh, he's not a planner. Yeah. But he is a guy who comes. <laughs> So, so, so we assume, yes, we assume if he doesn't, he's a guy, you know, who walks on his, you know, two feet and he goes into work and he does everything else. So like, you know, so everything else that he wants to do, he does. Right. This he's not doing. So 
I, you know, if, if I was to like be in, you know, love court, mm -hmm. you go to work every day, you, 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 you do this, you do that, you do that. You don't do this. Right. That gets our relationship moving in a direction that I'm looking to go to. Yeah. I'm a little turned off by the lack of excitement. That yeah. would be my I could totally line. see that. I mean, I had a similar conversation. I mean, it was I was supposed to get engaged a few months before I did mm -hmm. in that general vicinity. <laughs> supposed to. I mean, that was when we discussed yes. around that timeline. And then you know, there was the pandemic. But I remember mm -hmm. thinking it was like the month we were supposed to. And I said to him, I'm like, what's going on? Mm. Like, <laughs> where's my ring? Yeah, what's where, going on here? Where? I mean, like, it's it's not a... My hand feels light. I mean, it's a little annoying because you do want to be like, oh, I'm just going to like let it all happen and whatever. But it's also kind of like, I also want to be in charge of my own life. And yeah. it's like, it is a very old... It is weird, especially if you're in the position of I plan all the things. I'm just going to completely cede control mm. and let you do whatever you feel like doing. Of the most you... important thing to me. Yes. This isn't right. date night. Yeah. The, the, on the list of important things, this is number one. Exactly. I'm supposed to trust you <laughs> with this huge moment yeah. for all my Instagram likes. Like, I'm yes. just, you're the one who's 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 planning this. Like, Come on. I needed this today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So I get where she's coming from if you're the kind of person in that relationship. But that's also you kind of have to accept that's who you're with. I think you can definitely say something. I said something. Mm. And I think you can say like exactly what you said. Like, I'm really excited about this. I need a general sense for when this is coming. I understand like it's fine for it to be like a surprise. I'm not trying to plan it myself, but mm. I need a little more information from you so that I can like feel relaxed and excited about this whole thing. Because right now the idea that you haven't gone or don't seem to be like in a rush to go is sort of like taking the wind out of the situation for me and making me a little bit less have that excited feeling of like it's on and we're both excited about it. Yeah. I, I I'm with you hundred percent. I think also saying I'm annoyed. Yeah. Being simply annoyed is okay in the scenario because you no, know, Fights are communication. Yeah. You, so and that you, tells you that tells the other person what your needs are. And the, your needs are to speed the, this thing up. The, the, well, I would even say like her needs are to like be with someone who also wants to get married in the same way she wants to get married. Right. Which is an is an excited. Like, like let's do this. No one wants to be. Up. No one wants to drag someone else to the altar, and I don't think anyone wants to be dragged to the altar. Right. I think it goes both ways. I I've I've I mean in my life I don't want to be. Do not want to be that guy that's like, uh, I guess we got to do this now. Right. That's you not fun. You want to be as pumped yeah. as everyone else. Yeah, for sure. So, and when you're dragging someone, it's like, come on, this is exhausting. It's not right. It's you not, know? I, yeah, I don't want to have to ask you to get me flowers. <laughs> I want you to just want to do it. Yeah. I don't want, you know, you don't want you to want to do the dishes. Totally. Or one of those things. I And I think that there's a little bit of that is okay. I think it's like, okay, for two people to not be in the exact same speed of like, we're like, of course. 100% on it. And I think that if you phrase that to them, it's not like you don't have to phrase it like, I feel like you don't care at all or this isn't happening or um, you have no desire to do this. Yeah. But you could say like, I feel like I'm more excited than you are. And to me, that's taking away some of the excitement that I'm personally having. And this, this, and then this is another thing. This means a lot to me. That, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And because, and here's the thing. Maybe he doesn't want to get married. You know, the, You're the, find the, out that's, soon. yeah, that's on the list. <laughs> Okay, and yeah. and what and you know the problem for this person is like, you know, you didn't get your ring appointment to make sure he is ready, right? And so now you got to get a more honest answer. And the way to say that is, this means a lot to me. It doesn't yeah. mean a lot to you. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. 
Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Want to play some games? Yeah, let's do it. Let's play some games. Red flag or deal breaker. We love a game. Okay. Okay, so number one is a voice is a mail. voicemail. Very exciting. Hey, J&J, I have a red flag or deal breaker for you. So this guy that I've been seeing for a few months, um, normally when I see him, I look all nice, my hair's down, whatever. Um, but recently he was spending the night, and in the morning I threw my hair up in this sloppy ponytail, and he made some comment about like, oh, like you look so different with your hair up. It's like a different person. And then, like, a week later, I went to take a shower with my hair up, and he said kind of the same thing. He was like, oh, my God, you look so different. I believe the word he used was, like, streamlined or severe, kind of insinuating that it was, like, ugly. I looked ugly with my hair up. And this guy tells me, like, all the time, normally, like, oh, my God, you're so hot, whatever. But that's my like deal breaker. Um, he likes you until he sees you going to the gym with your hair up, and he's like, nah, I wouldn't fuck that girl. Uh, let me know. I mean, I don't guys. I don't know if he said that. She took quite a leap. <laughs> I think severe is a is a strong word. You look very severe. I don't know. She said streamlined or severe. I don't really trust her I don't even recollection. Know what streamlined means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't trust her recollection of the story because she went from streamlined to severe to red flag or deal breaker. You won't fuck me. Just, you know, the, I agree that is a stretch. It felt stretchy, right. you know? Yeah. So. I mean, if he had actually said, I wouldn't fuck you with your hair like that, that's yeah. a deal breaker. But he didn't say that. That's sort of what she's. And I think that I'm guilty of this too, where sometimes you take a little comment mm. about something maybe like in the back of your head, you feel like slightly insecure, but maybe she feels a little insecure about her self with her hair up. And then you turn it into like, 
this person hates this about me. It's turned off. It's turned off by me. Yeah, I, I and also different is good to men. That's what I've heard. Yes. Yes. From me a lot. Yes. Different is good. So the idea that he's been stricken by this look twice. To me, it's him saying, I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. That was my... Would you use the word severe, though? I, I Well, ponytail, severe, it is hot. Like the tight ponytail is a severe femme fatale look. Okay. So I'm into that. That's hot. Like, I, I don't... I'm disregarding the end of it of like, I go to the gym and he says, you ugly troll. Like, I, I'm disregarding <laughs> that. Severe, I'll stay in the land of severe and streamline like you're a a boat. Right. That's yeah, I don't really understand. Mainstream, yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand. Weird. The wording's weird, but different isn't necessarily bad. That's my point. That's true. And he, let's say, let's say worst case scenario, it's not mm. his favorite look of yours. Let's sure. just say, hypothetically. Okay. That's also okay. Yeah. Like you could do something and there's a lot of things you could do and your partner could be like, I don't like that. But it's like, fuck you. Like, fine. Like that's, that's something I do. So that's part of who I am. And if if, if that's true, if that's going to be a deal breaker for you, then that's fine. You know, there's plenty of looks that I like that Mike (laughs) is like, not my favorite look on you. And same for him as Mm. well, where I'm like, I don't really like that vest. Mm. And he's like, I don't really care. I like the vest. So there's some things like that. Yes. Where it's also okay if the person doesn't love every single look you have or every single thing you do. It's like if you're dressing and wearing your hair for yourself, like if they if, if that's a if that's a big out for them, they're gonna be out. I mean, it is a little annoying to be like if you were living in a home where like you know ponytails are just not not yeah, happening here. Well, if you love ponytails, yeah. then that's a big then that could be a big uh mismatch for you if you want someone who appreciates your ponytails sure. and thinks they're hot and this guy is maybe not it but if that's just kind of like sometimes you wear that and the other I, person's not their favorite outfit who cares i know i this isn't neither red flag or deal breaker for me i would need to do it a third time she's mentioned two times okay i would need to go ponytail a third time but like a done up ponytail like she okay. used, like this was her night out and let's see what he says yeah like i, I i'm like more i want an update I want to know, like, if he says it's different, then you have to say, what do you mean by different? This is the third time you've said yeah, it. Like, like, do you not like this look? Is this not for you? Because I what, was kind of going for something. And here. what if he's like, yes, you know, I prefer, I like your hair down more. To me, it's a deal breaker then. Why? Because the amount of times you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, at that point, it's three times. Well, I mean, as, is, as, as a woman, a for, for something with, like, with Mike, I might do the same. Like, oh, Oh, you've got that shirt. Interesting. <laughs> oh, that's what you that's what you picked? Okay. Shirt is different than hair to me. But why? They're both like different ways. You know what I mean? Like a hair is kind of like you could wear your hair. He, she likes the way she wears her hair the other day. Is that like a big deal? I guess not. I, I don't know. I, I. Yeah, you might have turned me. I, I, guess, I might. Yeah, I mean, now I'd probably be more explicit, but I think in the beginning I'd be like, oh. Oh, like you haven't shaved in a week. Interesting. Well, I have shaved versus not shaved. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. Where some women are sh- love a scruff. Some are like. Clean shaven. Yeah. I think clean shaven is like an old thing. I kind of like it. You like clean shaven. I like like one day or like clean shaven. I don't like like a five day beard personally. Five day beard to me on me looks sloppy. Mm-hmm. But then I get feedback. Oh, love the beard. 
But I think well, that's because people who love it will say it more. It's also like to each their own. That's what I'm saying. If, like I wouldn't dump a guy because like I didn't like his day five no shave look. Then he like did it every now and then. Well, let me switch this up. Let's say they kind of just this is what they do now because you've been together a long time and they just stop shaving because they don't care. And well, you've said, what's the deal? Well, with the I'd shave? say, well, I guess we're all going to stop shaving. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bush house. Yeah. I hope you like uh, <laughs> armpit hair because you don't know what I'm saying. Like, I think it's kind of sure. like. Uh, I guess there's a bigger issue at play here if he's given up. Right. If we've all given up on trying to do anything the other person likes, that's mm. one thing. If if every now and then I'm wearing my hair up because I think it's cute and you don't like it, like, that's fine. There's things that we can. We don't, I don't have to. I don't have to dress or wear my hair every single time so that it's your ideal vision of mm-hmm. me. Like I can do that sometimes if I, if we're going on a hot date night and it's the two of us and I know you like my hair a certain way, I might do that because like, that's me like fully feeding into trying. And if you do it the opposite way, it's like, what are you trying to start here? Right. You yeah. Know, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mike will, that's what I'm saying. Mike will like shave if we're going to go to like uh, an event where he knows, like I want him to be like particularly presentable mm-hmm. or like if we're going to go out, he'll be like, he, has, he wears Show glasses, he wears, you know what I mean? He'll put in contacts if mm-hmm. he's like trying. There's a sense of, uh, I think it's okay both ways. It's okay to like, it's weird if no one, someone never does the thing they know that you like it at, but it's also fine if every day is not made to give you the perfect vision of that person. I'm with you. That's that I I totally agree. I'm lady. I think I think he's into it. All right. Well, we'll find out. And if it's not, you just never wear your hair up again. (laughs) So you better hire Glam Squad. There it is. Let's do another. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, J&J. Love you guys and all the things. I have a red flag deal breaker that I would love to hear your thoughts on. Backstory. I went on a date with a loose tie friend. My friend's boyfriend's friend. Love it. Last Friday night. Let's call this guy Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Always a Connor. Always. The date went really well. We had both casually alluded to going out again in the near future. The next night, me and my friends had planned to go to the bars. My friend's boyfriend invited Connor after asking me if it was cool if he joined. I was excited to see him again. We hung out a lot throughout the night. At around 1 a.m., I wanted to go get another drink and saw this as an opportunity to see if Connor wanted another drink as well. Here's how the conversation went. Me. I'm going up to the bar. Do you want anything while I'm up there? Him. No, I'm good. Me. Wait, what time is it right now? He then lifts his arm to show me his Apple Watch, and I am immediately perplexed as I see that he not only has the analog interface for his digital watch, he has the analog interface. Like it's like instead of giving the numbers for the time, it's like the with the lines across. I mean, that's what I have. I can't see it. Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is what you have. Yeah. She says that's psychotic. That's psychotic. I mean, isn't it harder to tell the time than to just see the numbers? Yeah, I, I, I fake. <laughs> You're not using it for the <laughs> look, time. I've never I look quick and then I like take 10 minutes to figure out what it numbers. was. I don't know if I know how to change it. I mean, doesn't it? It takes you like an extra minute to figure out what time it is. I kind of look like the look of the clock face. It does. I mean, yeah, it's not exactly. It's, we both have Apple watches. I wouldn't call it like it makes it look a little more elevated. I yeah. say it's a Rolex, but no, I know. But <laughs> I didn't know. What we, I, I'm just finding out that I'm a psychotic a person without a fancy watch. I just think it's harder to tell the time. It's like, what's the what's the point here? Yeah. 
Unless well, I'm looking it's, at my it's phone. Like, if it's like a fancier watch, I get it because it looks like more elegant. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I like the look. I don't, I don't want her to make you feel insecure. Already, already there. <laughs> See that only that has the analog interface for his digital watch. Psychotic. Okay, maybe. Did we meet? But you can't <laughs> even you. tell. Yes, I'm Connor. Uh, <laughs> but you can't even tell the time as he has chosen the Mickey Mouse interface. Photo reference attached. We'll put this on the Instagram story so it's, you can see it. And it's the old school Mickey hands pointing to the it's clock. It's like an Apple Watch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know you could do this. Me um, neither. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> I mean, this guy is hip. Uh, so now I'm looking at Mickey Mouse, just trying to see how close we are to last call. But I can't read the time because Mickey Mouse has his foot tapping, his ears covering the numbers. And both of his arms are the same damn length. I don't think this girl knows how to tell time. Uh, <laughs> is that the real red yeah, tiger like, deal breaker? I'm she looking, can't read an analog clock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's I'm a looking, good one. Right? Yeah. I, we got to get her tick and tack. That's what I, I had a learner watch that had tick and tack on it. What's the you never had tick and tack? What's tick and tack? It was a watch that you got like as a kid to learn how to tell time. Oh, no. Like, My house, we had to tell time on our own. <laughs> no. And walk eight feet in the snow. <laughs> no snowflake tick and tack watches. <laughs> Anyone supposed to quickly tell the time with this setup? So I say uh, to him, uh, I can't read your watch. <laughs> Can you imagine someone looks at your watch? I can't read it. I mean, this is a little confusing. I'll give her that. I get, yeah, the hands are pointing everywhere. No one would ever point like Mickey's pointing right now. We'll post it on the Instagram, Maddie. We got to post this because people need to know. The he then audience. says to me without a laugh or a smile, yeah, maybe mix in some water then. I would be like, <laughs> that is rude. It's a great line. <laughs> if he's joking, it's a great line. If he's joking, that is a quick, funny if he, line. If he says it like, like, yeah, maybe mix in some water. If he says it like, yeah, maybe mix in some water. Yeah, yeah, those are two different. Those are very, two different, very lines. One is like <laughs> fucking rude. So I say, uh, I can't read your watch. He then says to me without a laugh or a smile. So maybe it was the mean version. Yeah, maybe mix it up water then. I'm super thrown off from this comment, not only because it felt very rude, but did he really think that me having a few drinks was the issue here? My question to you guys, are both of these things individually a red flag and when combined is a deal breaker? In all seriousness, the comment was a deal breaker for me due to having previously been in a relationship where I was constantly belittled and condescended. However, it has made for a good story and my friends and I have been cracking up about it since. We can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts. Sincerely, not your mini. <laughs> Um, I think the comment is more, I mean, actually it's weird to have this interface. I'll give her that. Why do you have Mickey mouse on your watch? Mm. You're an adult man. So that's like a little weird, but I'd probably be fine with it. I think the comment, if it was made in the tone that I'm, she's leading me to believe it was made in mm -hmm. would be a big turnoff. Yeah. I, I, I agree. The comment on the water comment, if it's mean, Yes. If it's a joke, it's if funny. If it's a joke, it's funny. A, a very thin line. Yeah. The watch is not a deal breaker for me. Here's the deal breaker about the watch. The fact that he didn't say why he had that. Right. Like, you're looking at someone's watch, which is like kind of a weird interaction. Like, I've never, I, until just now, I don't well, think I've ever looked at it. If I asked you for the time, I would expect you to give me the time. Yeah, I would like, at, give me the job to yeah, read get, it myself. That <laughs> is, the, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Take a look. Well, yeah, you tell me what time yeah, what it the is. fuck time is. Yeah. I hate when people go 1230. 
and then you're like, okay, twelve thirty, and they go, yeah, like twelve, like twelve thirty, and you go, well, no, is it? Is it so 12, why don't you just 30? say the real number? Just say the fucking number. Right. I want to know twelve twenty two. I need to it know. Makes that. a difference. Yeah, it makes a huge yes. fucking difference. I hate that. Yeah, I. <laughs> um, it's also easy to know what the actual. I mean, I guess harder on your watch because you're like, oh, is it in between the two things? <laughs> That's why on a digital watch, I, no, uh, no excuse no for excuse. not giving the real time. On your watch, it's kind of like you've got to estimate a little bit. One forty-eight. What do you got? One forty-eight as well. Easier Excuse to tell. Excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Maybe you should teach like watch lessons. Watch lessons. Yeah. I could do that. You could. A little you a side of... hustle. <laughs> do you have a child who Put needs it. help learning how to tell time, or are you a grown woman who does not know how to read an analog clock? Well, you can tell tick and tack to go fuck themselves, because Jared Fried is here with your time needs. Yes. I. I. Yeah. I. I get showing me the watch is annoying. That's one annoying thing. Yes. And then being rude about it is kind of another annoying thing. The um, Mickey Mouse doesn't bother me. If it has a funny explanation, I'm fine with it. Yeah, we love Disney. I don't know. I fucking think it looks fun. I don't know. You, yeah. you can't just what, look not a, and Yeah, not a big said. deal. Let's do one more. All right. Hi, J&J. My live-in boyfriend refuses to share a suitcase with me when we go on vacation. Red flag. Love the show. <laughs> um, I dump her. Because <laughs> for wanting Get to share the suitcase. suitcase. Yeah. Mike does about? not like wearing, sharing a suitcase. What, why? Why would you ever share a suitcase? Sometimes with? it's like we want to, let's say we want to just check one bag. Okay. I'll be like, well, let's just, we don't need like two full checked bags. Let's just check one bag. Here's the problem from the male point okay. of view of this whole situation. You, you, I now become responsible for whatever items that you've memorized. Well, that's yeah, that's his, his point, and also I'm a, I'm much messier than him, mm. so he's like, you do whatever you want yeah. with your shit. I'm like, I don't need you like <laughs> contaminating my stuff with like your you know your sneakers in the wrong place or what. I'm like very messy. I, I'm with Mike on this one. Get out of my bag. Well, that's why having two. We have two bathrooms now, and that's okay. like. So much better for our relationship. I've heard this. I've it's heard true. that if you move in with someone, you need to get too bad. It sounds like a cliche and it also sounds very like entitled and whatever. Fine. Sure. Um, but it's nice to just be able to be, and I'm the messy one, to be messy mm -hmm. in my own space and not have someone just breathing down my neck about like cleaning <laughs> up the makeup or shit. <laughs> just got angry just now yeah uh, <laughs> we've been fighting a lot because our apartment's really messy now you, you got a is there a housekeeper there's someone coming? yeah but it's more just like um the in-between phase like mm -hmm. he, i just leave shit everywhere um now now that i'm married i can be my true self <laughs> um and because <laughs> it's harder for him to leave yeah um and there's just my stuff everywhere the, the big our big running fight is the hairbrush in the kitchen in the kitchen. I'll just be walking around with my hairbrush and then I'll just leave it wherever I nope. he's not into nope. it. Nope. Well, you guys I, are twins. I'm not going to Maldives. <laughs> I, I'm out. Well, that's why I'm like, hairbrush we're going, in the I'm, kitchen? Like, I'm like, we're going on vacation. Everything's a mess right now. Let's just go. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> I'm messy. I'm disgusting. I'm a yeah, human garbage As am pail. I. But if I saw, the, because the hairbrush for women, it is like this. It's a, it's a mess. Yeah. It's just a mess. It's not something I relate to. It's it's got the hair everywhere in the That's bristles. That's the crux of it. Yeah. In the kitchen. I mean, I forget it there sometimes. Yeah. I won't, whatever. Anyway, that's our big running um, 
thing that I think is funny and he thinks is actually very annoying and not funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now the listeners can share it. There you go. Um, but yeah, so for me, I get it. My live-in husband does not want to share a suitcase with me either. So, um, but he will but do you're it not on getting occasion. A you're not getting a divorce over it. No. No. You are. I, I, yeah. You are getting I'm, a divorce it's over, over for it. me. She insists on sharing a suitcase. Going to be a no from me, dog. I, <laughs> I, I just like no because it makes you their their butler. Right. Like I I don't want to have to be responsible. Where is this? Where is that? And it's like no, you do your bag. Okay. I'll do mine. Like. Get out of my bag. There we go. Stay out of my case. That sounds like a country song. I like it. Oh, no. It's get out of my car. Get into my car. Out of my dreams in my car. This, who sings this? Who sings? Get out of my dreams and into my car. That sounds like a predator anthem. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a certain era. Hold on. Get in my van. Get into my van. It's by Billy Ocean. Have I not heard this? It 80s? sounds very Predator. Yeah, I don't know if this Yelling song is like a song is about yelling at someone to get into your car. Okay, it sounds sort of familiar now. Get into my car. Was she singing along? She agrees. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta end this episode. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. We, we solved dating so again. So proud of us. And Billy Ocean. Yeah. You mean Billy Ocean? Um, for us. People, if you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. 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 Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. 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 Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. 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 Rate, review, subscribe right now. That was a great jingle. If you can beat that, you're gonna get some airtime. I forgot about the telephone jingle. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so listen, we're back next uh, on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.